Blog Talk Radio. So uh, it's faith-based. So you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know, a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I believe the Bible saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about bow totes? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here again on the Atheist. Table. This is weekly live call-in show about atheism, agnosticism, and belief, and belief, and a whole bunch of other things just kind of flow into your host's of consciousness for about 30 or so minutes here on Blog Talk Radio every Sunday night at 11 p.m. Eastern. That's when the show goes live, and be part of that show when it's live. I'm so only here. I'm so only you know, if you want to send your internet, I wouldn't feel so alone. And you can do that by liking the fan page to the Atheist Roundtable by sending me a friend request on Facebook. Most snuggly by giving me your five star one. So, mostly hugs on all. Uh, one more housekeeping thing just before I get into the meat of the show. I want to thank Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk listen to this show. I want to thank Talk Radio for improving the quality sound here uh, on the show. I had nothing with it. Blog Talk just for for the that I pay in order to have a show. I've allowed to do Wi-Fi broadcasting now for free. If you are listening to those. Before the show, when you download it, no, you have to listen to those commercials. Is because you don't pay for this show, Talk Radio. I broke, but being able to put out a show for free. So I just want you to know that the reason you have to listen to those commercials is so how they just be high def, higher sound quality for free on the internet. That's Blog talk. Every single time it seems, um, whenever I get into a conversation and they know why I'm an atheist, it seems to me that every time they ask me the question why I'm not a believer, the, the assumption that something horrible has happened to me. To me, every time I talk to a believer, it seems like there's an assumption that. Something tragic happened to me. I was a believer, and something tragic happened. Lost my faith as a result of contemplating that tragic moment. As I look back on that tragic moment, I lose my faith in God. How could God possibly? Allow? Therefore, since it did happen, I must. You 
joy and decision story. Listen to the other ones agnostic podcast where they enjoy talking about people's version story. I listen to lots of different places where I can hear the deversion stories of any And but rarely I venture to say stories is to event itself. Something uh of happening is why people are believers anymore. Have you listened to the thinking atheist? Have you ever heard Seth Andrews story about how he lost? He points to a couple of tragic incidents. He points to a couple of incidents as catalysts, but not add to them as the reason why he lost his faith. Listen to Seth Andrews' Thinking Atheist podcast. I mean, if you're not listening to the podcast, you're listening to my podcast. Thinking Atheist is on blog talk. Listen to the show. Seth Andrews was a historian that was 9 11. It was of a. Uh, an artist who who died tragically. The events prompted him to think, prompted to question, prompted to reflect on the he had in his head. But 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 they are not the reason he's an atheist. There's a different thing. I think there's a difference between. Something being a catalyst change and the change itself. All right? So I don't think that I know of any, any atheist point to tragic event in their past and say that is the reason I'm an atheist. No. What you hear more likely is you will say that is what me to think. I had to look further. I had to do more investigating. I had to do more research. But this is what got thinking. It's what got reflecting, not itself the reason. I think that believers can sometimes confuse the two, right? Okay? I think that some believers can confuse the two things. Like this is that started it, and then th these are actually the reasons, uh, the facts I discovered after searching. After I started researching and looking, thinking and questions, and the answers, questions, and all other things, those reasons why my faith. The thing that that path made magical. Reasons that I faith are the things that came out that later. As a result of other things that happen, not everybody comes this way, right? Everybody comes to this way. I think a lot of people do, and I think probably the best example I can think of is he sometimes recounts on Thinking Atheist podcast again. Listen to the Thinking Atheist pop for crying out loud. Just on the other. Hand, <laughs> On the other hand, 
What if we put you on the other foot for just a second? Just a second. Just follow a second. Let's just, we're going to put the shoe on the other Could there be a tragedy that would lead someone to believe that there's a God? Could that be a thing that happens? I think it always is. Every believer I know, every believer I know, believer because of some trauma happened in their now stay, stay with me for just a second. The most obvious, okay? The obvious example. You suffer a tragic loss. Someone dies and go to a funeral. You bet. There might be some evangelism taking place at a funeral. The number thing I hear who go to funerals is that, my goodness, the priest, he, he took a of this emotional, vulnerable crowd try to pitch on us, try to tell us the re the, you know, the Jesus blah, blah, heaven and blah, blah, blah. That, 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 that's what happens in at every funeral. Every funeral. The reason that it happens in funerals because just weddings, funerals for a wedding, the and it's just exactly the same. Well, there's a whole evangelism to a bunch of emotionally vulnerable people. Do you think that might ever work? Of course, of course, evangelism works. Why? Man, that's why the script is because it works. There are lots of people, lots of people who believe because they went to a funeral and they were told. Okay, it's, if you're a Christian, if you believe and you you see your just be very careful that traumatic. That is a traumatic event. Someone tells you see your loved one and you what tells you to do that is inflicted in a mostly vulnerable person if you believe for that you victim of emotional trauma your beliefs emotional trauma story of my before right on this show have i not told the story for lost mother when she was does not about this day that she lost her at a, at a very and it tears her to this mention of her father because she was so young and she loved her dad. Of course she did. And lost him. And you know somebody at the funeral that it's okay. Exactly what the you to do is wonder what yet Derek at all was a child at any time in their life that you are good will be but 
if you are, if you disobey, if you do as I say, horrible punishment for eternity when you die. Me telling the it was not traumatic event. That is, well, that is a horrible, terrible thing. That or ever. ever. And it, the horrible thing that might happen to a believer is just being introduced to religion and talk to an atheist who's also an atheist. Talk to someone who's left religion behind. Talk to them about how, how far let go notion of hell. That's trauma. That's death to a young child. That's why people, people are otherwise atheists. Hold on. And find it so hard to let go. Why, what might have you to make a believer what might might hurt help that'll will do it I think that there are many believers out there who haven't been traumatized by religion can can they religion that doesn't traumatize people in different ways that that humanity followers in following that religion telling you that you can't that you can't your sex and have sex before marriage for and master crying out loud all of these things are a person that will make them a believer forever when ask ask you what horror Happened to you? To an atheist? Thing was it? You into an atheist? Ask them. They can tell you horrible made them a believer. The thing is, is that they won't be find one, and probably don't have one. You actually thing that point to that is real trauma, real. That is bad. It's look around at at a funeral, at uh, at the heel. I'm doing air quotes on the radio again. At the and the comfort really supposed to be able to offer its. It's hard for me to see it. See it as real. Promise of eternal heaven, or or the avoidance of eternal punishment. Any of seems it doesn't seem like a mandate on a brain. Seems like prescribe homeopathic medicine broken arm. It might even be as bad. As I don't think, I don't think at all. People, idea that there is an eternity there. 
where, where you people that you it's horrible funerals are not times but I think it makes it easier to add a fake fantasy also around I think instead that adds trauma that adds, that adds to it that does not need to be there Happens when you grasp reality. You come to terms with reality. And you know in reality. He, the fantasy world doesn't be good, does it? In fact, trying to heal the ordinary world, trying to come back and live in the real world, I think count as my. You don't you also think that in uh, fairy wall land and then trying to come back into the real world don't you think that counts as I think the believers are the hurt I think the believers are the ones that have the injury upon them and what horrible you to make you an they all projecting into that I was hurt in order to make a believer how were you hurt you and and one problem may be part of our apostasy it's the reason the reason we question if you never believe if you're not okay and I know some people who are not it's all right they were never Believers, it's I think easier for for those were never who were never um, to recognize the harm that happens, recognize the harm that happens to children when they're taught about eternal punishments, to recognize the harm that happens to believers at funerals and to. Heaven, I think able to see know if they're able to that you know I don't I don't I don't know because for me when I letting go of hell was really really and if you never had that in your head, go up. Um, see now, be go at it. When it comes to ideas, most of the atheists know who believers find hell just a completely ridiculous and foolish idea. Let go of that. How is that traumatic? But for us who that's life, who have gone, I mean, this is a big. I remember and go and it was one of the last things to go. And I would think to but it could be. Wake up all the night like in a sweat, 
just think you know, they're still. I don't believe hell is there. Thought of constant and eternal torture been burned in my psyche so much that the uh, letting go was all unthinkable. It was a part, as much a part of me as as any idea of going through so many emotions that I'd gone favor, going to confession, going taking and choosing the Jesus Christ and then, and then this and that, a whole bunch of other things. Um, these things to avoid hell. Trying to no longer be afraid of it. I mean, the boogeyman doesn't have to be real for you to be afraid of the closet. Right? I mean, it have to be a real thing for it to really Truly, scared Jesus at. I think that believers have been hard by whenever we talk to believers. There has been some harm that's been that's calm that has been inflicted on those believers to cause them to be believers. They a funeral. They've lost a person. They want to see them again. Of hell. These are all that come to, really to believers. And that people hold on desperately. So desperately. And once you hold on for so long, for so long even the might be wrong about everything. Me and Ryan are all effort that you've ever put in seeing your loved one again. Everything that you have done to make sure you have a into life to see your loved one again. All that you have put into the, all the effort, all the money, all the time put into not first. Worse than if they, and it becomes only worse, it only gets worse as more time is invested, as more time goes into it. I can't let it be wrong now. I've invested a decade, two, three, four, five, half a century into making sure I'm going to be able to see my love again. Can I let all half a century to wait? Because I'll question whether it's all true. I even afford to doubt it. Look at that. Look at that trauma that is constantly being inflicted upon believers. There are horrible things that happen in religion. It, in any, any of those horrible Many of those bites come from the place where we think religion is actually some redeeming cause. Where do we think religion has redeeming 
It's a bill to come. It doesn't comfort people. It doesn't comfort people. I want people to stop thinking that it has some comfort element in it. It's not comfort. It is trauma. You're lying to people, not allowing them to heal properly. And the more time that this person is going to have to do is a ritual, a round of rituals, more things will be able to see their love again. How many more round rituals will they have to go through? And each time they do it, they inflict more trauma on the because the religion has fooled them into traumatizing themselves. Think that it's who are hurt. And I think that as atheists who want to talk to believers, to keep that in mind, we're not talk to people who have been we're not talking to people who have been talking traumatic horrible harm inducing system that we have religion What I got, and uh, I just want to say one more thank you to everyone who listens to this show, who downloads this show, helps to make the show as much of a success as it. If eleven o'clock at night on a Sunday evening is not to call in and be part of the show, then you can away email at Andrew the email go and do that. Uh, Friend request talk on the Facebook and like the fan page for the send messages that or one of them phone thingy you call the eighth round table voice man and you can call five two eight zero three if you want me to. So, um, I truly do appreciate Thank you one more time to Blog Talk Radio for allowing me to bro broadcast in a hi-fi these days. Thank you so much to them. Thank you for listening to the at the beginning. Downloaded because they'll pay for having half hour. Uh, we can actually. And uh, that's it. I think I'm completely. I'm not going to waste any more time. So, until next. Take care of yourself. Here. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of Atheists 
humanists and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God is here. We are. Take care of yourselves. I'm going to end at 30 minutes. There.